Welcome to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone, the show where we speak about the sexes and the issues we all come across in everyday life. Now, here's your host, Tiffany Little. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tiff's Logic. I'm your host, Tiffany Little. What a great Thursday. So much communication happening today. Um, I was kind of pulled again, once again, in, in several directions on, on the topic that we should do and what should we talk about? Oh, let, let me go ahead and give the number. I actually got like a few emails already asking for the number. So 1-888-463-6748. And as always, you can email me at itstifflittle at gmail.com. Feel free to give us a call or write in with any questions, concerns, advice, any of that. Um, so what I've decided to go with today, the topic um, that I choose is actually it, it's it's kind of affecting everyone. A lot of people that I know, um, close friends, family, in my circle. You know, um, unfortunately, a lot of people are experiencing. You know, a lot of my close friends, anyways, are going through and experiencing breakups. And I know that that's something that happens to everyone. All like you know. Everywhere, somebody's always going through a breakup. Um, but it's just, it's been a lot lately um, to close people I know. So I kind of wanted to use this time and have a show where we could just give some really good advice some, and some hope and uplifting things on um, returning to the dating pool. That's That's what I want us to talk about today. I think that... So many people are so scared um, to return after being out of the game for so long. And I just think that we could really, really do some some uplifting and give give some encouragement. So the thing I am hearing the most is how uncomfortable it is. And I mean, think about it. Dating is pretty scary, <laughs> you know. In fact, dating's always been a really odd experience, you know. There's there's rules, but nobody knows them and and it's really crazy the older you get, it's the more complicated and weirder it becomes, you know. Not to mention all the dating at our fingertips with the internet and you know, I've researched and thought about this for a while and these um Unlimited options are great at first, but, you know, the sheer amount of choice ends up weighing on us, you know, and, and the abundance of choices is enough to, to paralyze you and, and confuse us all. So hopefully we could get some really good advice and um, positive feedback on returning to the dating pool. I want to hear from everyone and um, see see what kind of words of wisdom there are out there for for any the late bloomers or people returning. So we'll we'll take a short break and we will get right in right into it. Welcome back to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone.com. Here's Tiffany Little. Hey, welcome back. So again, for those of you that need the number, it's one 888 
463-6748. And you can email me at itstifflittle at gmail.com. We're going to go ahead and kick it to the phone lines because we have, we have some callers. Morgan, are you there? I am. Hi, Morgan. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so today's topic is returning to the dating pool. Do you do you have any advice or questions or anything? Okay, so um, I did have a question. Um, in my experience, I haven't really I've gone out and I've you know dated people, but I haven't been on very many like regular first dates. So what is like proper date etiquette whenever you go out on a first date? Because I haven't had very many. Hmm, that's, that's a really good question. So I don't know that there is a proper etiquette. I mean, I would say definitely be yourself. You know, I think that going in and just trying to get to know, you know, the person, if, if you don't already know them, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure, you know, maybe you know them and maybe you wouldn't. So of course you want to try to get to know them. And I think just, being open and yourself and trying to be comfortable, you know, with, with it. And I think just having fun. And I think that, that that's important to remember and could really, really help, help you. Just try to have fun with it. It's a, it's a date, you know, it's, it's supposed to be fun. Okay. Yeah. Cause the first one I went on, I was like, Oh no, I've never been on a date before. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Cause this isn't a thing for me. I've never been on one before, but it went well. <laughs> They can be, uh, they can be really, really scary. They, they can. So if we can just try to remember to, to relax and, you know, we could totally have a good time and it, it could, it could really be fun and just, it's really hard and really stressful, but try as hard as you can to relax and have fun. And I, I think that that's the best advice I could give or I would want to hear too. Okay. Okay. What about um what kind of uh what kind of like what would you wear on a first date? Like what's a what's like a good outfit that kind of like presents yourself but isn't like too too much? Well, I am always the I love being sexy, but come, you know, definitely lady and classy like. So so I I would show some skin, but not too much and, you know, nothing crazy. Anything that is, that you would look at and say, wow, that's too much. Obviously, that's not something you should be wearing. Um, and you always want to be comfortable in what you have on. So if, if you're not comfortable showing legs or cleavage or whatever, then, then don't. But, I tend to like to show, you know, arms or backs or, or something like that that's classy, but, you know, that's you. You're, you're comfortable and, and you're sexy. And so that's how I would, would like to dress. But I think it's really, really important for you just to dress comfortably. Now, I don't think you should, when I say comfortably, I don't mean like a t-shirt and baggy pants, you know, obviously, but I would say dress up in, in something that you are comfortable and that you'll be confident in wearing, you know, something where you can be yourself in. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thanks. That, that helps a lot. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling in and um, keep me posted on the uh, the dating pool. Oh, I will. I will. 
All right. Thank you. So we, we have actually, I have somebody who is emailing right now. I got a, uh, an email from Jack. Jack says, Hey, Tiff. I recently returned to the dating game. I was married for several years in my late twenties, so I missed out on the, um, sorry, on the entire days of online dating sites. So I, and now that I'm in my thirties, the rules had and expectations are completely different, making it a lot harder to get back in the game. I would love any advice you can give. Hmm. Well, honestly, Jack, the the thing is, I haven't had very much experience with online dating either. Um, but any time that you have taken a break from something, it it's kind of. I want to say, I hope it's like riding your bike. You know, like you might not have done it for a while, but you don't really forget how to do it. It's it's scary and it's uncomfortable, but I think that if we all just breathe and you know. Try to get, try to get through it and just have fun with it. You know, you, you were married and now you're not. So you, you're going to be experiencing a lot of things. You're going to be finding yourself and exploring other people. And, you know, so you have a lot more than just dating that you're going to be going through. But I think it's really important that you just try to have fun and, and relax and explore new things that like you said, you know, uh, the, the online dating has explored, like totally exploded while you were married. So that could be something that you could check out just to, just to have fun with. And maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not. Um, but start out slow. You're, you're not in a rush. Take your time. Um, and, and I think that you'll be fine. And once you find your footing, you get comfortable. Hopefully it all start flooding back to you and, and you, you know, You'll get your group back and you'll be okay. And actually, while I was preparing for this topic, I decided to try to come up with some helpful tips for lost souls trying to conquer the dating world. And I think some of these tips, these tips were, are huge and, and very important. And I think that, um, after doing some research and thinking about things that I would want to, to know or hear, uh, I kind of made a list of like five things that I think are really important. And the first one I want to say is leave the drama at home. So what I mean is like, when you are getting back into the dating scene after a breakup, it, it can be kind of tempting to want to hash out all the details, but maybe refrain from do so, from doing so, you know, because they want to learn about you and not necessarily, you know, the sad parts are, are all of that. You know, you want to keep it light and fun and keep them interested. And if all you want to talk about is negative stuff, that can bring anyone down. So, so leave that all at home and, and just have fun. I think, uh, another, another really important one would be, you know, freshen up after a breakup or, you know, trying something new. I think give yourself a new do, some new nails, new clothes, whatever you want and or need to, to feel special. And, you know, you know, we see all these movies and read these books about people, you know, changing their whole looks or whatever. I wouldn't say go that far, but it, it's cool to do something nice for yourself just so you, you know, you feel something. Uh, step three, I would say take it slow. It's been a while since you've been out and, and if it's been a while since you've been out being social, 
Start making small plans with friends, family, coworkers, you know, to go out to restaurants, bars and lounges, you know, just get your feet wet. Get back in, get, get back in that, that social aspect and, you know, try to get comfortable. Uh, another, another good one, an important one, be choosy. You know, no matter how long it's been since you've dated, even if you feel like you need practice and you really need to get it, be picky. Don't go out with every person that shows you interest, you know, just don't. <laughs> and I think uh, the last but not least, it's probably one of the most important ones, be yourself. This may be the most important thing for everyone to remember, um, you know, don't be someone you're not to attract someone. It's got to be exhausting pretending to be something or someone. And I don't know. I just I think that. You, you really, the real you will come out eventually. So, you know, we should all be comfortable in our skin. And if we can't, if we can't like or love ourselves, then how can anyone else? So we have a caller. We want to go ahead and, and take it to the lines. Caller, are you there? I am here, caller. How are you? Hi, Joe. Thanks for calling how you, in. How you been, Tiff? I'm good. I'm, I'm hoping you have some great advice for us. You know what? I try not to disappoint. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully I won't disappoint you tonight either. Um, so this is a really interesting topic because, and it's interesting for a couple of reasons, because when you get back into the scene, it's, it's not like riding a bike. And, 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 here, and here's what I mean. You, know, you, you, ride a, you learn how to ride a bike. You don't ride one you know, for a few years. You get back on the bike. You learn how to ride in five minutes. When you're back on the scene, it's not like that because you get the emotion that fill you up, and that's what throws you off. And, and I think that that's like a very, very big deal. So when you when so you break up, you're back on the scene, you want to meet a new person, and then you meet a new person, right? And then you have this wave of emotions that, that, that come over you, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether you don't know what they're thinking of you, and, and oh, do they, you know, do they think differently? And you have all these things that come up. The first thing you want to do is go to that person and ask them. And that's the biggest mistake that you can make. Because then once you start doing that and now you're showing over-interest, now that person's not going to be interested in you. Just because now right. you're over-interested. But it's not your fault. But it's not your fault. Like, see, here's the, crazy, here's the crazy part about it. It's not your fault because you've been out of the game for so long that you. it's not your fault that you have that interest because you want to see if you still got it. Yeah, I, and, I, and I agree with you. I, I do agree with you. So what's your advice then, Joe? All right. So for people that are getting back on the game, how they handle themselves, well, I think the first one is the last, the last thing that you said is the most important one, is you have to be yourself. And if you want someone to fall in love with you and, and someone to be with you for the rest of your life, if that's what you're looking for, look, I don't think people, I mean, you have to be a really strange breed if you are the kind of person that just goes out for, for, for absolutely no other reason than you just want to get it on, that you want to hit it and quit it. And if that's your game, that's going to end when you get into your middle ages. You know, hit it and quit, it's going to end at some point. I mean, I don't want to be the heartbreaker here, but when you're 50 years old, 60 years old, 45 years old, 40 years old, 70 years old, whenever that might be, that's going to end, and here's what's going to happen. When you lay down at night and you're going to want to have that person next to you, that person's not going to be there. And that's going to suck. 
So that's the, that's the reason why we go through this whole charade, right? It's for that companionship at the end as well, because you want to end up being with that person that you want to say to yourself, wow, you know what, this is the person I can fall asleep with at night. This is the person I want to I wanna be with at night. So, so my best advice is this. Number one, you have to be yourself. You have to be the person you are. Don't go changing shit up. You know what, you want to tweak some stuff, yeah, that's fine. But you really need to be the person that you are and you will attract people that are going to like the person that you are it doesn't matter if you're you're 400 pounds or you're 85 pounds soaking wet the second piece of advice i can send you, i can tell you is i do disagree with you a little bit and i think when you said you know don't <laughs> you know be, be really like ultra selective and this and that let me tell you something sometimes when you get too selective you you, you know if, if you try to find the diamond without the flaws you sometimes you miss out on the diamond i'm just okay Okay, now I'm going to interrupt for a second because when I say be choosy or picky, I mean don't I, – I, yes, I, I don't think that you should be cutting everyone out, but I also don't think that you should be jumping on every single person that comes well, no. your way. I mean, yeah, yeah, so I mean, that's what I mean. Out, yeah, I mean, we're going to cross off the mullets, right? And we're going to cross off you know, <laughs> the people that put their pants on backwards, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're going to cut those people out. But, I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, listen, what, you know what really matters? At the end of the day, it really matters who just makes you happy. Like, all the other, all the other stuff is just noise. It's all noise. What your right. friends think, what your family thinks. Because now, here's the other part of this, right? When you break up after a long-term relationship, you know what you hear? Everyone has advice for you. Everyone's oh, got advice yes. for you. And, and it's the worst. And it's people that have, like, miserable marriages that got failed <laughs> relationships, and they're giving you advice like this, like they're geniuses at the dating game. Like, oh, let me tell you what happened when I, you know, when, when I met my girlfriend or my boyfriend. And you know what? It's the worst. So maybe yes. the best thing that I could say is that that is just just block that out and do what you think is right for you. You don't have to act a certain way. You don't have to listen to your family. Your family's going to be all over you and be like, oh, my God, find a rich guy. Like, that's going to be the first thing. Oh, you need to settle down. You need to find someone with money, right? Okay, I'm not telling you to date a starving artist here, but don't go after a guy for his bank account either. Like, and if I'm right. a guy and I break up with my wife, and you know what, you know what everyone's going to tell me, right? Find, find someone, find a girl that's younger. Find a girl yep. 10, 15 years younger because you know why? When you get older, she'll be in her prime. And you know why? And you could, and you could afford to keep up the lifestyle. It's BS. You know what? If here's a girl who's 5, 10 years older than me and she makes me happy, then I don't care. Like, cause that's what it's about. So maybe, you know, maybe I called in today just to bring this up and maybe it's the best point possible is that when this happens, the worst thing that you will get is the outside interference. And maybe that's what you want to call the show today is the outside interference because it's going to be stupid. It's going to be out of control and everyone thinks they're helping you and they're not. Absolutely. And I think you have hit every single nail on the head. <laughs> and I think that for those of the world, the listeners, everyone who is just getting out of a relationship though and, and you're nervous about returning, like Joe said, like I said, just be yourself, you know, be yourself. Uh, don't jump to, to everyone who is showing you interest and, and I would not definitely say don't try to settle down straight away, you know, explore. No, don't live. do that. And, right. And let me just say, and let me just say one other thing. And, and before I, you know, because I know your time is valuable, let me just say something else. <laughs> you know, when you're in this, when you're in this kind of dating scene, 
doesn't matter how hot you are, it doesn't matter how good you are, there's going to be some kind of rejection, and it sucks. And the rejection is by far the worst part of it, especially mm-hmm. when you're with someone and you have that stability. So when you have that stability, right, it's almost like a blanket when you go to bed, and now you don't have that blanket anymore. Now you're out in the dating world, and then you go back and you get that rejection. That's the worst part of it. You know, that's what everyone's right. afraid of. And and so if if you say to yourself, I mean, I, I know this is not a self-help uh radio show here. I'm not trying to pitch a self-help book, right? But but here's the deal. So who cares about the rejection? I don't care about the rejection. I that, See, that doesn't mean anything to me. If I if there's something, or uh, not something, see, that's a bad choice of words. If there's someone that I'm interested in and someone that I really like, I'm not going to be afraid about being rejected. And if I am rejected, you know why? If I'm totally rejected, then that's fine. Then you know what? That person wasn't good enough to be with me. And that person was looking for something else, and I'm going to move on and find something else that's going to be better. And that's the way you have to look at it. Don't be, don't be worried about getting turned down. If you're a guy out there and there's a hot girl, I mean, what is the worst-case scenario? She can tell you to, she can tell you to buzz off? Okay, big deal. You know what? I'm going to tell the rest of my friends, I hit on the hottest girl in the bar. What did you do tonight? You sat there and you drank a draft. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit a better chance. She can, I can get 99 out of 100 girls that are going to say no to me. If I get one that says yes, I'm going to do better than them. So that's so, 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 I mean, I'm right. That's a really, really, really good outlook. I, I wish that everyone could have that. You know, that's, that's you being comfortable in your skin, being so secure with yourself. You know, a lot of people, shoot, I couldn't, I don't know that I could do that. You know, a lot of people are not that comfortable to take that, take that rejection and be like, I did it. So what? Moving on, you know? So I think that's really, really cool. And I wish that more of us could, you know, take it and and be like that. And that's a really good outlook. And I think that if we could, if we could practice that, the whole who cares about rejection, I think a lot of people would get a lot farther. So we should try to try to remember Joe's great words of advice and, who cares about rejection? Get yourself out there because you never know what could happen. You know. Yeah, I mean that's really the that, that's the best advice that I can I can give you. And if you if you ever do a show on on you know I know we uh, we I know we I've been around for a few of your shows already. And, and if you ever uh, pursue it to do a few more about this subject about all right things that you know that happen in scenarios that you go through and how you handle certain scenarios, I would love to love to chime in on that because I can I can probably spread some advice on certain scenarios that I've been through that I think happen pretty commonly and and how you navigate through those and you know could maybe it'll help somebody get some action and as always Joe I I look forward to your advice your calls and um, thank you so much for calling in you're a sweetheart I'll talk to you soon hon thank you so Joe had some fantastic advice, uh, as always. He, he's so full of it and, and it's, it's just really, really good to hear, um, hear those things that he was saying. And, you know, maybe we could try to start practicing that whole who cares if you get rejected thing. I mean, that's a, that's a great way to, to roll. You know, I know some of us are kind of shy and would never really, really <laughs> want to do that. But but that's some great advice. And again, for those of you that don't have the number, it's one eight 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 four six three 
six seven four eight and you can always email me at it's tiff little at gmail.com we're going to take a short break and we will be right back let's get back to tiffany little for more of tips logic on talk zone Hey, hey, welcome back. And thanks for, thanks for tuning in. And thank you to everyone who has been sending us these, these emails and thank you for calling. This is, this is kind of a, a, a overwhelming topic for some people. And I know that a lot of people have questions and, and want advice. I've gotten several emails asking about what to wear. Um, and we, we had a caller too. So I, like I said before, I just, I, I want to say it again, you know, dress comfortable, but cute. And, you know, you don't want to just wear something baggy and, you know, just, you want to be comfortable. But you want to be attractive. So, I mean, I think that being sexy and classy and clean and, you know, any of that kind of stuff would work. And you, if you wear something that's not you though, that you, and something that you normally don't wear, there's a chance you'll be uncomfortable the entire date. So I would advise not to listen. If you wouldn't wear really short shorts all the time, then then don't wear it on a date. Don't wear it on your first date, especially because you'll never ever be, you won't be comfortable. So the whole date you'll be pulling down your shorts and wondering and being self-conscious and all. And it just, it won't be fun. And then you lose focus on the date. And so I don't know. I just think be comfortable and, and, be attractive, be yourself. And it, I think that, I think it would, I think that'll be just fine. Um, so I want to hear some, some more thoughts from the listeners. What, what do we think or what do you guys think some important things are and what should people know to expect when returning to the dating scene? Um, you know, help us, help us all out. We need this advice and, and, you know, it'd be great. So I actually have an email that I would like to go over or I'd like to read, not go over. Sarah says, hey, Tiff, I'm pretty overwhelmed with the dating scene. I'm 36 years old and feel like I will never find the one. Any words on any words of wisdom for a lonely heart? Uh, so, Sarah, I get that you say that, you know, you're 36 and, and you don't know that you'll ever find the one. I have always heard and when you least expect it is when it happens. I and I I don't know how and I'm trying to think back as I said that, you know, about the situations I've been involved in or relationships that I've been involved in and it really and I almost I really really believe in that. Like when it when you're not looking and you're not so like, oh, I need to find a man or oh, I need to find a woman, you know, when you're not doing that, boom. It happens. Now, I don't, I don't know for sure that that is going to happen for everyone, but I want to say when we don't stress about it and we don't think about it and put so much pressure on it that 
I feel like we have a better chance of finding it. And just because you are a certain age does not mean you will not find the one. I mean, I know people that have found the one at 58 years old. I know people that have found the one at 70. Or I know people that have found the one at 18. So there's really no age. And I know the older you get, uh, you know, your people are, you'll get discouraged. You really will. Don't give up. Don't give up and, you know, just keep an open mind. Don't go to every store or mall or whatever looking for that one. Just keep an open mind, you know, and, and hopefully one day, I know as a matter of fact, I know one day you will, you will find that one. And so as long as you stay positive and, you know, positive living, I think, I think that would, that's the best advice I can give. Best words of wisdom is, you know, just be positive. And so we have another caller. Danielle, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling. Do you have any advice or any questions for us? Um, I, I don't know that I have any advice, but I would sure love some advice. Okay. Um, I guess if you're newly single and I don't really know, are there new rules to dating? It seems like dating is so much different now than maybe 10 years ago. And honestly, Danielle, that is what everyone is saying. That is the general consensus that everyone is saying dating is so much different from when they remembered it or from, you know, before people, you know, I had a couple of, a couple of people email in and say, you know, they were married and now they're not married and internet dating has exploded or, you know, there's so many more ways to meet people now than there was before when they started. So it is absolutely a new game. And like I said, originally, I mean, dating was really scary to begin with, you know, and it's an odd thing. It's, it's, you know, you, it's hard to get comfortable and, you know, it's hard. Dating is hard. And now that there is all of this, I don't know, dating made easy or dating at our fingertips, it's, it's a completely different ball game for, for people that have been married for, you know, 10, 20 years. I mean, and they coming out, they're coming out of a divorce or a relationship now. I mean, it, it's completely different. So, I mean, I would say I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's very overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. I mean, you can literally go anywhere on the Internet and and meet a person, you know. So I think it can be a bit overwhelming, and I think that it's important for all of us just to take it slow, be picky, you know, you're not in a rush. Maybe just have fun, and and I wouldn't – I don't know. I mean – you don't want to jump out of a relationship to get in another one. And if you're looking just to have a friend, well, I don't know that you need to meet that online, you know. Right. You can um, meet that at a bar. Yeah, you know. You can meet them at a gas station, a bar, whatever. And <laughs> as far as the Internet and dating goes, the possibilities now are endless. It's crazy. I mean, have you been on a dating website online? I have not. It's, I made a website or I made a profile, not a website. I made a profile when, when dating or when the online scene kind of busted out, you know, um, there was a couple, a couple of my friends were out there doing it. So I made a profile. It wasn't actually me, but it was a profile just to see 
just to see like how it worked and what all the hype was about. And I was in a relationship, so I really wasn't looking for they literally I type in my age and they matched me with 75 people. I type in my city. They matched me with 200 more people. I mean, it's crazy how they pair you with people. And at the end of, you know, my profile and I actually typed in all this crazy stuff that wasn't me at the end of it. I had like 2000 potential matches and it's, <laughs> that's overwhelming. That's really, really overwhelming. So, wow. Yeah, I think that returning to just take it slow, take it slow. I I would stay off the internet for <laughs> for a little while just until. So you mean you, you get, won't you won't fix up my profile for me? Sounds like yeah. a new business instead of resume making. It's profile. Making. Oh, that is such a good point. Oh my god, we could probably make a business out of how to jazz how to jazz up your online dating profile. So yeah. if if you're looking for a business partner, I'm totally, I'm totally interested in, in that one. Sounds great. <laughs> so yeah, I guess Maybe what advice. we could, yeah, what we could say is for anyone who's new in the dating scene, I, I think just take it slow and just don't overwhelm yourself because things can get real fast and they could be really scary and really overwhelming. So just try to breathe and have fun with it. You've been in a relationship. Dating's supposed to be fun and, you know, it's important to try to keep it that way. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for thank listening you. and thanks for calling in. Of course. Okay. Um, so I have an email, another email and this is from Brenda and Brenda says, hi, Tiff. I am a newly single, recently divorced after 23 years. I am unsure where to go and unsure what I'm looking for, but do know I want companionship. Any advice? Um, oh man, I think everyone wants companionship, right? Like, I, I think we all do. Um, I think, like I said to Danielle, I, I don't think you necessarily need to go online for, for, to find companionship. I think you can find that. I, I hope we could find that, but you know, dating at the fingertips, you, you could look there. Having, companionship is is kind of really important i think a lot i think everybody really wants it and i think that you can find it and i think but if you look too hard that you won't find it i think that it's supposed to happen like naturally organically but i think that if you if you went on some of these using some of these dating tools we have now i think that that might be able to help um after being married for a really long time like you were i think it'll all be scary and I think just take it slow, um, be yourself, explore things, um, don't rush. And, and, you know, hopefully you will find friends and companionship and you never know. It might be someone you already know. It might be someone you meet online. It just, you know, just take your time. That's all you can do. So, um, we have another caller. Francis, are you there? Yes. How are you, Seth? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Love the show. Love the topic. It actually strikes a chord with me. It actually hits home to the heart. So thanks for actually uh, discussing that this week. Yeah, no problem. Do you have um, any advice or any um, yeah, questions? I have a question. So uh, I'm single, was single, am single. Really don't know at the moment. But um, I'm kind of 
met this girl, but she just came out of a relationship. She lives kind of far away, and uh, I honestly don't know what what do you think? What do you think should be my move on this one? I mean, I know she really likes me, and I really like her, but uh, what do you think? Is she is she ready or is she not? Have you asked her that? Like, I mean, okay, so you you say that you guys like each other, right? I believe so. Yes, from from what I can garner, yeah, we do. And have you spoken to her about what she wants, or do you know what you want? Um, I like. I've been talking to her off and on for a long time, to be quite honest. And um, find her a really cool girl. Really like her. I I don't know if she's ready though. That's the thing. It's a distance thing. So that's the that's the hard part. I'm. I don't know if she is. Okay. And and so how far of a distance are we talking? Uh, we're talking from DC to Atlanta. Well, I think that if you guys really like each other, that maybe that you should just take it slow. I think that you should communicate. I think that she should know how you feel and that you should know how she feels. And I, I think that you guys should just communicate and, and be open with each other. Um, I think anybody who comes out of a relationship and, you know, um, gets involved with someone after, I think things could be weird and, and different, but as long as you guys talk to each other and, and you like each other, I mean, I would say go for it. I, I don't know. I, I think that that's fair and advice. I know well. we, we have met up uh, a couple of times, me and her. Um, she's come up to D.C. a few times, and the intercourse is amazing. It is mind-blowing. So I know there's a connection. I, I just need to know if she's ready, I guess. And I think that you should you should just call her and, and have that talk with her and and I I think that it, it sounds like you know what you want so go go get it talk to her. Okay, have you ever Tiffany have you ever in your lifetime had a long distance relationship that you can give me advice on? I have personally never been in a long distance relationship. Um, you know, I've talked to a couple of people, and I have had some friends who have been in them, and I think that if two people like each other, I, I would be open to it. Um, I just, I know that it could get hard, you know, and, but if the oh, effort's I, there, I, I think, and what was it? I believe it, it can get very hard at times. Yeah, and I mean, I, I do have some pretty close friends who have done it, and then eventually they have relocated and, and, and moved, and then I have some friends who haven't been able to, you know, get through it, and so I think it just depends on how how much you guys like each other, how, how, how deep are the feelings, you know? So, it can definitely be done, though. It can, it can de- definitely be done. Okay. That's uh, that's really all for, for my questions. Most of the other ones are strictly of the carnal nature, so I'll leave those out of the show. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Francis, for, for calling in and really good, really good questions. And, and call her. Call her and talk to her and, and see see how she feels and see see where you guys stand and, and keep us posted. I, I gave her a call. I'm waiting for a call back. She's still at work for, for another, like, 30 minutes. 
Okay. Well, as always, thanks. Thanks for calling, and um, hope to hear from you soon. Thanks, Steph. Okay, guys, we're gonna take a short break, and we will be right back. Now, more of Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone with Tiffany Little. Hey, welcome back. Gosh, we've had so many good callers, so many good emails today. Um, such a good topic. For, for those of you that need the number, again, it's 1-888-463-6748. And you can always email me at it's Tiff Little at gmail.com and I have uh, an email from Cynthia and Cynthia just says thank you so much Tiffany for for talking about this topic today um, the callers especially have given me some really good advice and I'm working really hard on becoming comfortable in my skin so thanks for everything and so that was cool the callers have given her some some advice and I've given her some advice, so it's good to hear, and, and hopefully she'll be comfortable in her skin soon. Uh, we have another caller, and, and we only have a few minutes, so let me try to squeeze in. Frank, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Frank. Do you have any questions or advice for us? No, there was that guy that called in that wanted a, some kind of advice on a long-distance relationship. Sure, and yeah. If you remember, I'm the guy that's the master of long-distance relationships. And oh, okay, okay. The best advice I can give them is based on my experience. And I carried on our longest relationship over 300 miles for years. And the problem with them is, is that you may talk to each other on the phone during the week and everything's going to be nice and cheery and fine because you want everything to be the best. Well, when... The rotation comes for one person to travel to the other one's city. The same thing happens. This is that you only got 48 hours, so everything's got to be perfect. You don't talk about anything bad. Nothing bad happens. Everything's great. When the other person travels up to the other person, same thing. Everything's fine, fine, fine. And usually somewhere it's got to end, but it usually ends when one person decides to move and be with that other person, and they move in with them. And living together with somebody on a daily basis is not fine, fine, fine. There's a lot of stumbles, a lot of things to get used to. You're going to find out the person that everything's perfect, everything's not quite so perfect. So you just got to be prepared for that. That's all I'm saying. And um, my question to you is, how did your long-distance relationship end? What was the uh, outcome? She moved up here after about a month. She went and got her own place. <laughs> and <laughs> then we started dating, which would be what we're talking about with this show, where you had your own time again, but you knew that there was, you know, everything's not perfect. So then you would date and we had to restart the relationship all over and it went on for 10 years. It was the greatest thing I ever did. 
And so, see, that that's a positive outcome from right. from it. And I think a good way to eliminate that perfect, perfect, perfect thing that you were speaking of is when you are having phone conversations or when you are together, whether it's for 48 hours, 12 hours, two hours, whatever the case, you know, be yourself, be honest, do not pretend, don't be someone you're not. You know, and, and we've said that so many times. Like, it's insane how many times we've said that on the show. Be yourself, communicate, you know, pretending sucks and it, it's, it's gotta be hard and gotta be exhausting and nobody wants to do that. So while you're doing this long distance thing, you know, I would definitely not suggest being perfect. You know, do you, do you and be comfortable and, and look what, what happened with you, Frank. You know, she moved there and you guys did the, the dating in the same city and it was the best thing you ever did. So that's great, you know, and, and when you were chatting with her on the phone and stuff, you, you weren't pretending, were you? Were you, were you no, pretending no, to be no, someone? No, no, you're not pretending. It's just that they're not involved in your day to day stuff. You just really don't want to bring it up. You want that well, conversation to be, to be great. She wants the conversation to be great. And, the whole thing of non-greatness or bad stuff is totally out of the picture. You're not, your mind's not even thinking that, you know. It's almost like every weekend or every other weekend we'd visit, but every phone call and every weekend visit was like a brand new date. And like on a first date, and I don't even know what dating is anymore, but on a first date, <laughs> you are your absolute best. You know, so it's the same thing, but just, if you could take that advice, you know, and maybe, you know, spend more than phone calls in just a weekend. Maybe somewhere in there you got to take a two-week vacation or something like that. That's good advice, too, actually. You know, instead of just doing the the phone calls, and, and that's not enough. We all know that's not enough. Phone calls and a couple of visits here and there, that's that's not enough, you know. So, so taking that two-week or a week or whatever, you know, or whenever you can. You know, like if you have free three days and you guys didn't plan it, make it happen, you know, do, do some stuff. And I think, I think moral of the story is it can work. Um, I think when you guys are having the conversations, I think you should bring in your day to day stuff. I think that's part of getting to know each other, you know, let them know how your day was. And, and I think that you're exactly right, you know, and, and that's very, very good advice. So I hope he gets something out of it, you know, and help him out. I think he will, Frank. And thank you so much for calling in. And um, thanks for all your advice. Love your show, Tiffany. Thank you. So um, that was this was a really fun show. Really good advice. And um, I, I, I know that I have some, some emails and, and things like that, and I will write back. So please always, if, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at itstifflittle at gmail.com. And I, I, I want to say thank you so much for everyone who's called in and given an advice. And, you know, I think in, in the, at the end, we're, I think the most important thing that we can all agree on is dating is supposed to be fun. It is scary. It is overwhelming, but it's supposed to be fun. And hopefully we can remember that. Um, Dress comfortably. Be yourself. And don't try too hard. 
don't try too hard. And I think you should definitely be choosy. You know, don't, don't jump for everybody who, who shows interest in you and just keep it fun. Be comfortable. Be yourself. Thank you so much. And I shall see you next week. <laughs>